0: Hello, lovely people, and welcome to
1: What's the Tea.
0: What's the Tea is going to be basically different topics that we bring to the table while we're drinking tea to be discussed for the day. Welcome back to our next episode of What's the Tea. So today's topic is
2: questions. Jennifer's going to elaborate a little bit more about that. Yeah, so um, Arish had this idea of talking about questions in the real world. And how do we use questions in our interpersonal relationships, our relationships with ourselves. And today we're just going to explore maybe different aspects of questions. You know, what kinds of questions we are asking to get to know people, to get to know ourselves and the benefits that questions can have. Uh, I'm a teacher. And so I work with children all the time and often get asked tons of questions throughout the day. And many researchers have found that as people get older, they ask less questions for fear of being judged that they don't understand or they don't know. Um, And curiosity is not as celebrated uh, as you get older. And it's quite unfortunate because you see the joy that kids exude when they're trying to find and figure out something new. And so Yeah, today I hope everybody can give some insight as to how questions have helped them in their own life or maybe how they've had to learn how to ask better questions, maybe through tough situations and life examples. So I'll pass it over to Arish.
1: Hi, this is Arish again. Uh, I chose this uh, topic because... Uh, sometimes people annoy me with asking improper questions and proper timing uh, and other way I'm using questions also, uh, to ask myself about how I want to be better person sometimes why I felt like that because I don't ha- I don't need people to tell me what, what, what are you doing how are you feeling no I'm s- telling I'm asking myself these questions how are you feeling today I Are you okay? I do want to do this. And do you want to do that? Okay, how would this makes you feel if you do it? And uh, as I told you, most of the questions we uh, people asking us is like improper one. Hmm. Because how old are you? Hmm. You're not marrying me. Why are you asking me this question? (laughs) Don't ask a lady about two things her age and her weight yeah, exactly. <laughs> this is what's really well known and uh, especially if ladies if ladies uh, it's not about men especially if ladies asking us how old are you you don't know me you just met me and you ask me how old how old I am it's, it's, a, it's a simple uh, answer I can answer it but this is implied for me this yeah. is how I raised and uh, it's not polite to ask people uh, how if they're married, if they have kids, unless they brought this subject or or mention it, then you can ask them uh, randomly. In this regard, I will ask all of you, what's the most annoying question you've ever been asked? I'll start with Sundas. Thank you. Um,
0: For me, the most annoying question is... Why aren't you married?
2: <laughs> it's like, yes, yes, yes. well, first
0: off, in our culture, it's not exactly like I'm going to be going and getting the husband sometimes. And it uh. depends on the family that you're from. Mm. And secondly, you do not know where I am in my life. Why the hell are you asking that? But the third and most important thing, and this is something that I think culturally we are still not over, is that making a woman feel like she's incomplete because Mm -hmm. she is not married, because she does not have this experience of being with a spouse, with being with a husband. In many cases, the people that I got to a point, and I'm not proud of this, okay, Okay. but I really did get to a point that I was so annoyed. And the person that came and asked me this uh, was someone I was okay with giving and taking with them. Uh, they asked me, why aren't you married? And I was like, or when are you planning to get married? And what, something like that. And I was like, I'm sorry, first of all, are you the one that is paying my bills? Am I, Am I a burden on you for you to worry about whether or not I'm married? That's number one. Number two, even for those who are married, you act like this is the most happiest that they have been in their lives. A lot of them are miserable in their marriages. Yes. And... In a lot of cultures, if you reach a certain age and you are not married, they deal, oh, you're not married. It's like, oh, I'm sorry. Did I reach my expiration date? So there is this stigma about the whole marriage situation. And it is a stigma in all places that you go in the world. And yet somehow you think that that is an appropriate question to ask to someone that you do not even know, that is not even close to you, to ask that question. So that is probably one of the most annoying (laughs) questions that I've ever been asked. And handing it over to (laughs) no.
3: Why are (laughs) you laughing? Okay, one of the uh, questions that we asked usually from those people who's uh, uh, bodybuilders or things Mm. like, why don't you lose weight? (gasps) Why don't you do (laughs) diet? Why don't you do diet? Why like? Oh, if you are skinny, why don't you build muscles? Uh, There's a variety of questions they have why why do you care like i want to eat what i want what i want to do like even if i'm not comfortable it should not enhance the the point you do not know what a person is going through maybe i'm trying and trying and trying it's not working so i'm okay i'm okay you don't have to remind me that i'm I'm not so this is one of the annoying questions that people usually Um.
1: Uh, I will add to this annoying question because it's happened to me all my, there have been people asking me all my life, even if I lost weight. People asking me, why are you losing weight? They don't know that I have uh, uh, issues, yeah, health issues. And so I cannot talk about it. I cannot explain it to everyone that I have health uh, health issues. Mm -hmm. I cannot. Okay, then why don't you do plastic surgery? So you'll be a thin. (sighs) they're playing with my mind like (laughs) (laughs) yes yes so uh, okay i will do it but i don't have the money (laughs) to do it people pushing me sometimes or putting me under a lot of pressure Mm -hmm. by asking this question because you know i don't see myself as a fat person or unhealthy person yeah. Alhamdulillah I can talk I can walk I can run I can uh, breathe easily I have no issues yani my weight is it's not affecting my health right? the way they see it mm. but they want to, everything to be perfect and this will, will uh, take us back to our uh, last episode <laughs> okay. yeah. Huda what's the most annoying question for you? Okay for me the most annoying question is when people ask me why are you
3: living alone why don't you go and live with your family so basically i live alone Uh, my family lives in turkey so it annoys me because like you don't you don't know like the situation and like as a strong independent woman I feel more comfortable <laughs> living alone honestly. <laughs> <laughs> and like,
0: Coming with a circle of strong independent women. Yeah, exactly.
3: <laughs> so I feel more comfortable like this. And I hate hate when people start to question that. Mm. Uh yeah. No. Strong independent women. That's what the drop was on. <laughs> oh. Oh. Probably I said what is annoying me, but what is the purpose of these questions actually it's more important sometimes all of us has these naive moments mm. with people a question a question on the wrong, wrong time mm. even us we're talking like is it the right time and when you pass them you feel like mm, why did i say that mm. but does all of us feel the same people they say it and will keep annoying you with their questions but uh, sometimes uh, You've regretted. I do regret it sometimes, a lot of times. <laughs>
2: um, yeah, I just want to of maybe push the group to think a little bit about what these questions are trying to get at so uh, again i have read a lot of books about questions because i really am excited about this topic but warren berger calls himself a questionologist he really studies questions and so why are these questions annoying to us right because they get at something personal Right.
0: Unhealed.
2: Yes. Maybe something unhealed, maybe something that we've already asked ourselves a ton of times. And so it becomes even more annoying when people who don't know us don't know what we've already been through <laughs> or what we've already been struggling with. Right. And I feel like sometimes these questions are an effort to, like, maybe connect with somebody or get to know somebody. But I does, think. Yeah. Does that make it appropriate to ask about a person's weight, about their marital status? Does it make it OK,
0: even if they don't know what you went through? Does it
2: make it okay? Right. Yeah. I don't think so. I don't. I definitely don't think that it's appropriate. I wonder what we could ask instead to open up conversation and yeah, vulnerability. Exactly. And how this
1: do we way. proper way? This is the proper way. You have to open the subject. Then you can get the information without asking. Mm. Or you can just learn to be observant. You don't need to ask questions. You can learn to be but observant. But I'm interested to to get to know you or to know more about you. I want to be a friend with you. Mm. I have to ask these questions mm. because I'm interested but I'm not exactly. asking you because out of curiosity
2: you know what's helped me a lot is when I share first if I come to a conversation and maybe I'm talking with somebody
1: but sometimes you will be oversharing and people I think people could, will get bored because sometimes people ask it's telling me that we
2: didn't ask you any question. why are you sharing? <laughs> <laughs> this could be true yeah, yeah I guess, and I guess can, yeah it really does depend on I who, who you're is it to listen to you? <laughs> <laughs> That's true. Obviously, I guess it's about trying to gauge the situation and yeah, having good good skills of in that regard. But I guess, yeah, like if I've ever met somebody and wanted to know a little bit more about their background, I'll start by sharing about like where I'm from or, you know, what experiences I went through that connect with maybe their story or how I even got in the same room as that person. Yes. Right. So like I agree that there probably are people who it's not worth spending a lot of time getting to know or entertaining their inappropriate questions but yeah i feel like maybe approaching things from a little bit more curiosity can also help us yeah see where maybe there are good intentions in some ways
1: yes yes so, and there's there are some some many yani, normal questions like for example where do you work
2: yeah
1: i don't sometimes i don't answer this question by the way okay why i think it's not their business because mm-hmm. for example i met people in a poker club yeah and they want to get to know me oh where do you work I, I think i saw you somewhere where do you work uh why where do you think do you see me so i returned the question with another question mm-hmm. so i don't have to answer mm-hmm. or sometimes sometimes i said sorry i don't want uh, to answer this because mm, i met a few people that are curious if they know where are you where are you working they will look for you there and they will ask about you if you're, uh, you are a good person or no, no, no we no, have no, this of no, people no? are they growing? yeah 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 they're doing they that yes and you know it's uncomfortable yeah, because especially in our culture if people asking about you you're doing something wrong it's not healthy it's mm-hmm. not correct like it seems like you're doing something wrong and people are looking for you mm-hmm. So I don't like people asking questions <laughs> everywhere, especially at my workplace. Yeah. For me, asking, mm-hmm. oh, how do you know I reach? Where is she? Why are you asking about her? I know, we, all, we are all curious somehow. Mm-hmm.
2: This, is, this is a fascinating thing because I guess maybe I am too trusting or maybe too... Yes, as awesome. an extrovert, mm-hmm. I guess it, it depends to... Culturally, there's a lot of differences, right? I think I come from in a culture where... Or in the US, like... I had to be outgoing in order to like surpass some of my family's like limitations like my Mm. parents are immigrants Mm. so like I had to network and kind of schmooze with white people and like Mm. people who were richer than my family just to like get by yeah I had to do the small talk I had to Mm. be like oh this and and put up with stupid questions like are your parents from Mexico are you and like not that that's a stupid question but like in the american context when people immediately assume are you documented do you have the legal rights to be in the like things like that that are inappropriate you sometimes i had to put up with it because this was the way for my family to get out you know for me to be able to represent my family my community in a better way yeah. was to get into those spaces so i don't i don't um necessarily know exactly the experience that you have with trying to like maybe protect your image from people with ill intentions mm-hmm. and and maybe in some ways we are kind of talking about a similar thing but in a different experience yes yeah, so, uh, different culture by the yeah, way. yeah with different culture because
1: you know here many in saudi most people
2: like to gossip
1: everybody i like yeah. i like to gu- sure. gossip i won't hide it <laughs> I like to gossip, yeah. and but not any, about anything. Uh, if a person is interested to to know you more. You can like uh, this is my way. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm just uh, I'm sharing not my personal life. No, I'm sharing something I'm interested in. For example, a book. Mm-hmm. Have you read this book? What do you think about it? Mm-hmm. Then we will know. Mm-hmm. Uh, if, this is when I when I'm in uh, at the book club. But if I'm in other places like work, for example, I want I'm interested to know this my colleague better. I will ask. Uh, are you comfortable here? Mm -hmm. do you enjoy your time while working Mm -hmm. Uh, I will start asking questions so she can share or he can share and uh, I will get the information I want
2: Mm.
1: asking question about the uh, mutual interest not about something uh, personal too personal at the beginning yeah but with the personal things will come after yeah yeah yeah
2: yeah getting to know each other a little bit more
1: Okay, uh, Jennifer, tell us about the cheeseburger question. The one you told us about the book
2: you've read mm. <laughs> Tell us more about it. His name is Warren Burger.
1: Warren
0: Burger. Okay. <laughs> Did you say
2: burger? Cheeseburger. <laughs> cheeseburger. <laughs> I think Me I'm you
1: hungry. Hungry. I think I'm a hungry person. <laughs> okay. Tell us
0: about yes, tell us about cheeseburger. <laughs>
2: well there once was an experiment no i'm just kidding um um so warrenberger actually is more of like (laughs) he's uh more of a, a researcher in the business world but he started to kind of explore you know what makes people successful in um the industry of creativity and um innovation right and it really the most successful people in tech are people who ask questions, who see a problem and get curious about the problem and then move forward and try to uh, offer some creative solutions, right? And so oftentimes, again, like the invention of questions and the purpose of questions is to get more information. And we are all very like tribal creatures. We're trying to establish who's safe and who's not. Who's who's part of
0: our tribe and who's not. Mm.
2: So it really does go back to, long long time ago when we were all trying to stay alive so we would figure out okay who has what skills that could benefit the tribe right who can Mm -hmm. hunt who can fish who can Mm -hmm. detect danger who can fight who can you know who are the women in the gatherers and who are the hunters yes so when we think about all of how you know we've evolved as into society and technology. Warren Berger talks about the fact that now that we have more information at our fingertips and we don't have to struggle as much, people are asking less questions and becoming a little more complacent Mm -hmm. and how, um, there's a balance there's there's pros and cons to asking questions of course we're talking about in social situations how it can like put up walls between you and somebody else because you become a little bit distrustful of their intentions behind the questions Mm. but um in in many other aspects it is actually beneficial to ask questions to the people you're working with and you know and like you said i really think that it's a good place to start with something neutral that doesn't have a personal attachment per se but more of Let's you and I look at this problem together and ask questions about the problem, not about each other yet until we've developed trust. And um, yeah, so I guess there's a little bit of nuggets of wisdom there.
1: Yes. And, you know, some people uh, I'm thinking about that. uh, There are some people that are embarrassed to ask questions, Uh especially if they want to get important information. Uh For example, work and even they at worry, college
0: they worry at work a lot of cases that they seem incompetent because if mm. you ask questions it means that you're not all-knowing mm, if you're yes. not all-knowing at work then why are you here and you might be it might lessen your credibility mm. in yes. a lot of cases
1: yes even at school and if, for example in the educational system we have and so if you're asking a lot of questions it's something like it's like Dafura, Dafura yes. Mm-hmm. We call it Dafura, the nerdy person that's <laughs> asking all the questions that they they want to. They <laughs> want end the class yeah, soon. Yeah, the class defenders so they can go to recess.
0: And yeah, this
1: yes, person yes. just asking uh, questions. And he's asking questions because he's got. A, he wants to get more information. Right. This is something good. So w- we are. W- when I was school, I was embarrassed to ask questions because I, I know people will look at me as a nerd. Mm. So I stopped asking because. I don't want people hate me for that. Mm-hmm. I don't want people to hate me for that. This is what happens
0: at school. At work. It for- happens even at a young age because at a young age you will learn as kids yep. when, for example, you're doing something and as a kid... Mm-hmm you hear this child keeps asking, why are we doing it this way? And the mom answers or the sister answers and it's like, this, this, this. And then, but why? And then this, this, this. But why? And there's like a million whys before the hows and before all. And at some point the parent or the guardian or whoever is just like, just stop asking questions. So we've learned at a young age is that and you ask questions you might be shut out you might be shunned you might be exiled because you will be annoying and of course mm -hmm. our innate need as human beings to be involved or to be part of a community is Mm -hmm. always overpowering
2: yeah Yeah. to belong to belong um you just reminded me of something that warren Berger uh wrote in his book (laughs) i'm gonna keep saying his name (laughs) but um you highlighted the book yes (laughs) i am one of these nerds i will not hide it i I will not (laughs) but um he talks about how As students get older, they decrease the amount of questions they ask Mm. for different reasons. Like you said, fear of being ridiculed or, you know, shunned because you're delaying recess. (laughs) But one of the things that he he quotes another um, social critic, Neil Postman, he said, children enter school as question marks Mm -hmm. and leave as periods.
0: Ooh, That's true.
2: Right. So I feel like as we get older, we start. And the sad thing is, I feel like as we get older, questions become scarier especially as you start to face the future as a young adult yes, it, right you start to be like okay so what am I gonna do next mm-hmm. what's where's my money going mm-hmm. where's my future who's my future person you know mm-hmm. my partner who's who's gonna be in my friend circle they, they become a little bit scarier and mm-hmm. it you know if you don't have the like mental fortitude to face some of those questions it can become pretty problematic but this is got, kind of going into a little bit more of like asking questions of yourself as opposed to maybe questions that other people ask us but there is there's a lot to be explored in this topic about how we feel about questions and how we can use them
1: but as adults we should uh, make our uh, self-satisfaction at the top Mm. because that's why I'm telling you this is before I go to sleep I always ask myself these questions how was your day Mm. how do you feel about it what was the most thing happened in your day makes you laugh Mm. so I remember alhamdulillah that I laughed a lot this yeah. day so I remember yeah. every details mm. I ask if I'm if I'm annoyed from a person or situation or anything I ask if, how why are you annoyed did you do something wrong uh, do you think these people do that and how can I do that? yeah mm-hmm. oh, how can I do better mm-hmm. I don't see myself mistaken most of the time yeah, <laughs> <that'd be okay. laughs>
2: I do love that about this group. We do have confidence is not lagging. <laughs> yeah, our, com- our confidence it is, is not is worrisome. At some because point. you know, you know, I have
1: I have this sort of thing in my personality. Uh, to be honest, whenever I do a mistake, or not a mistake for myself, I can solve it with myself. Towards another person, I will go, come go directly and talk to, to them mm. because I don't want to hold it. Mm. I don't like to hold grudges. Right. I want to be clear for myself before them. Mm and uh, that's what most people don't understand
2: about mm. me that's why I, i'm satisfied <laughs> Alhamdulillah. Yes. this is really interesting i um i love to read Brené brown who's another like uh i guess she's a researcher mm-hmm. she's um really into like social psychology and stuff like that and um, she gave a talk, a TED talk that's really famous about vulnerability and and shame and how do we Mm -hmm. face some of those things that we're maybe like nervous or ashamed to show others. And Mm -hmm. uh, one of the things that tools that she gave her readers that I thought was really helpful uh, when you're thinking about challenges with somebody else or challenges with yourself is, Mm -hmm. what story am I telling myself about this situation? Mm -hmm. Like what, yeah, like what am I making up or like assuming um, about this situation that I can you know, mm-hmm. investigate a little bit more. So whenever I'm having maybe conflicts with people at work or I assume somebody has done ill will towards me, when I come up to conversation with them, I'll just say, hey, this is the story I'm telling myself. Can you clarify? Is it, is that what you, is, is that this, what you intended? your
0: reality as well, not just mine? Yes.
2: Exactly. And it happened to me recently where I applied to be part of this committee at school and I didn't get it and I was really upset and I made up all of these Um, theories about why they didn't choose me and they were of course pretty negative towards myself because I don't always have this level of confidence (laughs) that my wonderful uh, talk mates do but sometimes I I can just get in my head
0: especially I'm sorry but especially as women we tend to have our self doubt extremely Mm. higher than um, I'm going to say any creature but the other creature (laughs) are men but okay (laughs) But yeah, our level of uh, self blame, self mm-hmm. uh, recu- uh, ridicule, and all mm-hmm. that tends to be so much higher than the percentage where it happens with women, men. Or at least that's my reality of the situation.
2: But you know what's interesting? That actually has been research done that mm-hmm. when a man doesn't get a promotion, they usually don't sit around and think about it for very long. Women will sit around and be like, what was wrong with me? Yes. Whereas the man might be like, what was yeah. wrong with them? Yeah. You know, like, why yeah. didn't they choose me? Yeah, That's on they're them. they're
0: perfect. They're never going to be wrong in many cases. And
2: it's so fascinating. I'm not sure, like, all of the research behind why, but maybe mostly because, again, men are kind of conditioned to be entitled to those positions. Yes. They kind of walk around being like, but I women, deserve
0: this. But women, we're still more or less, especially I'm going to be talking here in the Middle East, is that we're more or less recently into the work environment that is not, medicine or teachers. So we still didn't have that fully developed in us where we have this entitlement to go and, you know what, I deserve this. I worked hard for this. We don't have that still fully developed. So we're working on it
2: exactly but what was helpful for me in this situation where i was telling myself all these negative things was i took a little bit of what arish was saying and was a little more direct and i went and uh, asked somebody who was on the decision-making group and i said hey this is the story i'm telling myself this is the reasons why i think you didn't choose me is it true or not and she was like no that was not the reason this xyz was the reason and it was so so much less Harsh, harsh than what I had come up <laughs> yes. with. I was like, oh, "Okay, that kind of makes sense. I understand yeah. now." <laughs> you know, like, and and it helped me so much not waste time mm-hmm. because so often I just relive my own narrative over and over and over and again.
0: That's grown and it's magnified in your head, and it's far more terrifying when it happens in your head. Mm-hmm. So yeah,
2: yeah. So uh, these are kinds of things that we can ask ourselves to get ourselves free from our yes, own yes. like negative uh, stories.
0: One of the situations that happened recently with me in terms of questions is that um, the team uh, under me in work, uh, they would come and they would ask me, can you please go ask that person about this and this? Mm. And I'm like, okay, why don't you go and ask them? I don't know how they're going to take it. It's like, Well, that's something new that you can learn for today kind of situation. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So a lot of the cases, they come to me, can you go and discuss this? You have a better relationship with that person. It's like, and this looks like a good uh, opportunity for you to build that relationship. Go ask them. So a lot of people are so scared, Mm -hmm. especially in the work environment. Um, I had recent uh, new joiners come into my team, and they kept apologizing. I'm sorry, I'm asking. And it's like, you have the right to ask right now if you do not ask all the dumb questions the dumbest questions you can think about you do not ask them right now after two years you're going to be held accountable for not knowing this information so that's something in the work environment however when you come into like social situations you always look at the elder people as Mm. people who are having all the answers Mm. So if a person that is that old, this is a question for the group, actually. When you see someone that is that, like the elder of the mm-hmm. family, who in some cases would come to you and show that he does not know the answer, would you see that as a weakness from him? Or would you respect him more for not knowing the answer and admitting mm-hmm. it? Yeah, I
1: will respect mm-hmm. him by the way. <clears throat> uh, definitely I will respect him. Uh, because, you know, uh, we, we, we are not knowing most of the things. The more information we have, the less... <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I think the less is what we have. Yeah, more we think information
0: the information we know, the less we realize we know. <laughs> yes, 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 exactly. Yes, 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 yes. Yeah,
1: yeah, I will. Uh, I will comment just on the work thing. You know, uh, I never say I don't know, even if I don't I know. I
0: always say I don't know. There's I no even
1: if I didn't know how to do this at work or how mm. how or what is this, mm. I always go. I said, okay, I'll check for you. Mm. This is one of my yes, bosses. Absolutely. He told me that when I first uh, start working <clears throat> don't say you don't know mm-hmm. just go search for it ask for it mm-hmm. if you still don't know come to me mm-hmm. and ask me about it mm-hmm. but don't you ever tell any posts or any manager that you don't know mm-hmm. so then I start doing like Okay I search google or asking people our mm-hmm. colleagues uh, calling for example something related to hr thing or human resource thing yeah I'm asking them I'm calling them uh, what's this information how can i do that how can i apply for this how can i mm-hmm. how, how can i get this information where can i get this information from and i gave him okay i search i, I talked to this person i talked to this person mm-hmm. and they gave me this mm-hmm. how can i get the proper the right information, <laughs> the right information? <laughs> and you know it's impressed a lot of my managers it's really yes, impressive sure. and even my um, in- in- interns I start to teach them this method yes. mm. first search about the information then ask about it mm-hmm. um, I would
0: disagree in one case for example for me at work I do not mind saying I don't know but I'll find out for you in many mm-hmm. cases However, today there was a situation where actually someone came to me and I was asking a question and they looked at me like, you do not know the answer to this information. I was like, no, I know the information, but information changes. Mm. It's not always the same, especially when someone is working with system. There are things that work in the background that can change almost on a weekly basis. Mm -hmm. It's like, no, I know the information. I want you to verify it for me. So uh, there's a lot of cases where they're looking at this It's like, how yeah, do you not know? No, I know the information. But, but you, I, can't, it, you
1: can't give them a guidelines. Yeah, it's
0: It doesn't matter. No. No guidelines. That's I something. want to hear it raw. Is it correct? Is it still standing today? Or is it different? So in some cases, I have been put in a situation where people think that, oh, how could you not know that? It's like, mm, no, I know it. But it can be different now.
3: And my work, otherwise, we call it the magic words. Mm-hmm. I don't know. so. Say I don't know is the magic word and we have a training session for it. Oh my god. Like how to say I don't know. Oh my god. So you try it and then say and see. But we will see but we will see what we can help you with. Or uh, I will ask for you. Wait for our feedback. Mm. I will get back to you. But there's a training for how to say
0: but what does that <laughs> say about people's egos? That they are so scared of looking like they do not know the information that you have to take a training to say those words. That's kind of sad or terrifying. I'm not sure which.
1: Regardless the bad, annoying questions, I will ask you, what do you like? Or what questions do you prefer? People asking you once they met you for the first
2: time. Just answer, Jennifer. What questions? Um, Good question. There was a really good question somebody asked me. And maybe this, again, maybe this was something that that person knew me a little bit. It wasn't like a brand new person, but I really had to stop and think for a moment. He was like, "Um, what makes you happy these days? And it was such a fun question I'd never heard before. I was like... Oh, yeah, because I was like, oh, you know what? Actually, it's this really cool song I've been listening to. Or, you know, it's one of those neutral questions that people can take it wherever they want, right? They could say, hey, my kid. And then maybe you got a little information about their personal life, right? Like, or you got something. Or they could keep it really safe. They could say, like... McDonald's French fries, you know, like they really could say something really safe, really not um, personal at all. It's just kind of where that person wants to take it. And it's, I think, a little bit better than asking, how are you today?
1: Yeah, it's better. Yeah, it's better. Yes, yes. -hmm. I have the same question people ask me. If you want to get my interest, you have to ask me the same question. Because, you know, (laughs) (laughs) you know, people usually ask me this, but if you really, really want to get my attention, Fully attention. Ask me about music. Yeah, yeah. You, you know, once we sent sun- Mia, once we met Mia and Sundas, we start to com- our conversation started with the mu- about music, about Brexit yeah. Boys, and saying British beers That's right. music is
0: an international language. Yes, it is. That's right.
1: What about you, Sundas?
0: I really do not have any kind of preference to questions. Um, I like the unique questions. I don't like typical questions. If you ask me a typical question, I'm going to give you a very typical answer. Ask me a unique question, and I'm definitely going to be down for answering automatically without even wanting to. Sometimes I'm just like, I just have to answer that mm. because it was such a good question. Mm-hmm. So make Such it, as. Such mm-hmm. as. Um, oh, I can't even think about one right now. But I think at some point I was asked are you happy with your job right now? Because I had just moved and I was just like, yeah, yeah, I'm finally happy right now.
1: Mm. That's why what I'm saying, people when they are asking you about how your feelings towards anything in the world, they will get your attention because they are interested Mm. deeply Mm. to know Mm. how you feel. Mm. Because once they get this information about work, about music, about life, about anything, they they will, will have a guidelines how to deal with you, mm, mm. how to react with you, how mm-hmm. to uh, continue this relationship.
0: Yeah. No, but it's also when, for me, when they ask the non-typical questions, again, they, you can ask everybody about their job, their age, and all these insulting questions, mm. but when you start asking, <laughs> yes, but when you start asking those unique questions, It shows that you're paying attention. Mm -hmm. That's number one. Number two, that you actually care about the answer or you would not have gone out of your way to ask a unique question to that Mm -hmm. person.
3: Mm, For me, uh, do you crave anything? today I'm wow. like mm, okay Ooh. let's see my tummy are you okay, yeah, <laughs> I'm okay. <laughs> if I'm not I'm if I'm okay I'm okay <laughs> yeah.
0: <back to> <laughs> but that's a
3: good uh opening for any conversation with Yes. People. so that can help but isn't uh,
0: yes because a happy tummy is a happy
3: person exactly and now you have an open menu in front of you <laughs>
1: And also people asking uh, questions of, uh, this is, yani, uh, how can I say it? When people ask a question, they know the answer is specific about you, something specific in you. For example, when they notice, for example, when you notice a person who's carrying a channel bag, some people have this inter, uh, interest of uh, Chanel bag handbags they will ask oh what uh, uh, what year they made it this year? yeah oh my god people making collection out of oh the bags god. yes <laughs> they're interested in <laughs> bags and they will starting the conversation if just she's just uh, purchasing this item uh, the bag or whatever just for fun or for herself luxury uh, yeah. self uh, indulgence. indulgence yes they will just okay. Uh, I just bought it because I want it. Mm. Mm-hmm. But some people know that you will know that they are they are interested in bags. They're just as for example in shoes and yeah, to karama. What a question though,
0: uh, and this should should be a quick answer. What is the funniest questions you've ever been asked? Quick.
2: Mm. Oh man, it's probably questions by kids. And qu- kids mm. ask the best questions. Mm. Why is your hair like that? Oh, wow. <laughs> <We're> not- <laughs> Um, no, I, I guess I can't think of, like, a golden one, but... This
3: is one. Consider
2: one. What's that? Your hair is considering one. Yeah, are you Mirabelle? <laughs> <laughs> From Encanto. I
0: <laughs> <laughs> oh, For
1: me, for me, the always asking you. It's so funny and uh, insulting at the same time, but Excellent. it makes me funny. <laughs> when are you going to lose weight? <laughs> and I answered them, when he, when the time you're paying my food for my food and paying for my plastic surgery. <laughs> you're giving
3: the imagination that you're fat now for the people. Yes. <laughs> right. But uh, the funniest uh, question I usually ask by people, why do you talk like this? <laughs> <laughs> like, um, this is natural? Is this, this real? <laughs> is it? Okay, yeah, it is. But still, they keep asking me since I was like, Uh, very young Mm. (laughs) till now um probably for
0: me the funniest question i always get asked where did i get my contact lenses from (laughs) because then i have to laugh and i have to walk them through that this is really my eye color and a lot of Mm -hmm. cases they don't believe me and i'm telling them i do not know how to prove it to you (laughs) i do not know how to prove it to you (laughs) so that's probably the funniest one because it goes in a very weird
1: direction after that exactly (laughs) Someone one uh, of the questions why are you always laughing <laughs> <laughs>
3: they
1: yeah they usually ask me this question why are you smiling why are you usually smiling I have a smiley face yes <laughs> I, even in uh you know uh, when I want to get the national ID or I, I want to hey, renew the not national supposed ID, to smile I, we're not supposed to smile and while she's taking the picture the lady working there want to take the picture I have I'll just uh, shut down and said she said stop smiling I said I'm not smiling she Hmm. said I'm (laughs) not smiling (laughs) (laughs) I have a smile which makes me laugh really hard Mm -hmm. Uh
2: (laughs) all right everyone I hope that you have enjoyed our conversation so far obviously we hope that this conversation can continue as you might begin to ask yourself questions And we recommend that, you know, as Arish has shared at the end of the night, she kind of runs through her day and asks herself, you know, what kinds of things made me happy today? What kinds of things do I want to be better at tomorrow? What uh, places did I hold back? What places could I be more confident or more bold? And um, it really depends on kind of your personal practice. If you like to journal, if you like to talk to a friend or if you're interested in, um, you know, putting it in a little voice note or a little vlog, whatever it is that works for you to document some of your ideas and your thinkings. Um, Questions can be a really great key to self-knowledge, self-reflection, and um, growth. So we hope that you will take some of the things you've heard today and apply them in your life. Thanks for listening.